podcast where the beard gets weird today ladies and gentlemen is part dos of our election special election day is turning into election week and today we are not necessarily interviewing anyone because it's the election special but as always joining me is my hetero life mate joel hinton what up we also have uh special guest keith coddle with us again you got to coddle y'all's feelings. That's right. Welcome, welcome. Hello. Hello, all. You sounded a lot better today. I went and got a mic. I, I like it. I wanted to sound a little more professional. We appreciate your commitment, and uh, again, we appreciate you being on Beard and Brain with us here. Well, I appreciate it. As your uh, uh, political correspondent in the field today... <laughs> 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 What do you got for us, Keith? <laughs> well, uh, on down here in front of the White House, it looks like everybody is just batshit crazy. To be expected, Keith. Yep, Thank you. Yes, I'm back at you there, Britain. <clears throat> yep. You're, uh... Well, honestly, what a time to be alive, right? Mm. And I just want to start really quick by saying on a positive note, since we were just talking about D.C., D.C. just decriminalized psychedelics. And I'm okay with that. Really? Yeah. Was that? Yeah. yeah. When you say they DC, just did it, when like how soon, or how recently? During this it? election, it was passed in one of their ballots in one of their amendments. I bet Trump did it. Did, so he uh, could uh, get a good old fat blunt in before uh, the election day. Oh, probably. Did you guys hear about Oregon? Now that we're on the drug topic. With the fucking topic. drugs or the fucking riots? <laughs> oh, fuck the riots. With the drugs. What's happening? Bro, that just made the riots that much more fun. Now you can like... Yeah, dude. How do you think about that? up and throw them all top cocktails simultaneously. All right, to catch everybody up, Oregon becomes the first state to decriminalize hard drugs. Like heroin and cocaine. Small amounts, method, you. Method, yeah, small amounts, but you're talking enough to... You know, get you fucking high. Right. Excellent. Well, I think it's a bad idea. I'm just going to go on and throw that out there. But I uh, read an article on Fox News. Um, says is basically about addiction. They're using marijuana bills um, to, to pump the money into it. It's called a Drug Addiction Treatment and Recovery Act. So small, small, like little slap on the hands that would have normally landed your ass in jail for a three-strike rule. I guess they're trying to avert over and... Uh, do like more um, along the lines of a, I guess you could say traffic violation or something, um, a small fine and maybe some rehabilitation or program along that line. It's pretty wild. Um, it says only small amounts of drugs. And again, this is Fox news 
are decriminalized, such as less than one gram of heroin or MDMA, which that's a lot, man. That is a fucking lot. Two grams of cocaine or methamphetamine and 12 grams of psilocybin fucking mushrooms. 40 doses of LXD, oxycodone, and methadone. So I can rock around with fucking 40 80s in my pocket and be straight, bro. Dude, if you have 40 80s in your pocket, you are a fucking dealer. Or just a rich man. Actually, actually, I won't name names, but my homeboy way back in the day had tons of them. I think you know him, but again, we'll leave his name off this. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but bro, hey, if you don't know him, then you know the dude that most of them went to. Either way, one's dead, one's not. Well, we won't name names again. But dude, two fucking grams of cocaine. I'll take. No, I'll text you. Uh, twelve grams of psilocybin mushrooms. Now that's something that I'm not really too bent out of shape on. You know, it's that to me should have been around somewhere with marijuana. But dude, oxycodone, methadone, LSD, methamphetamine, MDMA. These are not things that just grow out of the fucking ground. One gram of heroin? Come on, bro. How much is one gram of heroin if you thought it was heroin, but it actually turned out to be fentanyl? Or even worse, car fentanyl. Right. You're dead. And I think, too, like, I can understand, like, a gram is a lot. I mean, like, I mean, I know it's, like, I've gone through gram in a day before, but still, it's still quite a bit. And most your your average junkie... It's probably only going to have, you know, 50 to $100 worth. So, a fraction of that, realistically. So, I mean, you're basically, at that point, like, saying it's okay to have drugs. Especially with the amount of pills you can have. Because if you have that amount of pills, most junkies are going, like, you know, day-to-day, just scavenging for one at a time to not be dope-sick. But so if you're carrying around fucking 40 of them, you're slinging them bitches. Right. Right. Check your phone. I wonder what else this is saying here. <clears throat> I mean, I get where they're coming from. I actually think, in all honesty, that this is probably done with, uh, you know, a lot of people's um, best... I, I don't know. When you, when you deal with rehabilitation, I'm for that. But you're sending a message here, too. I don't know. But, yeah, just... Our little snippet, you can see that all over. Uh, that was from Fox News, um, written by Paul Best um, a day ago. But, yeah, fuck it. By the way, I got your text really quick, and I'm not going to throw a homeboy's name out there, but I'm going to start off with a small story. Go for it. So, when I was living over there on Middale, we hey, had... Was uh, that um where the place that I used to stay? Uh, yeah, that's the yeah, place like yeah. we took and ship. Shows you how much I can now, remember um, that little context of it. So when I lived over in Middale, we got raided like six times in a two-year period. Mm-hmm. One of the main reasons being, I oh God, I can't remember his last name. I might remember it, but uh, the first name is Gary. <clears throat> so we met this cat, and he was going around Bedford area like with his son, and they were robbing pharmacies at gunpoint. So. We let this dude stay at our house. At the time, full disclosure, I was a big pill head. <clears throat> this was like in the prime of the Oxy days. This is pre, like, uh, pill mills in Florida and shit. So probably 2004 to 2000, no, 2005, 6, 7, something like that? Yeah, this particular instance was around 2008. Now, um, 
Anyway, so we let this cat crash at our house for a few days because, uh, you know, he's giving us free pills and shit. Well, my aunt was living with us time, too. She was recently paralyzed. And my sister came and picked me up to take, uh, to take me to the grocery store to buy her some apple juice and shit. We pull out of the fucking house, and I shit you not, 30 U.S. Marshals swoop in on us, like five different SUVs. They're pointing guns at me. This is not They're like, where's the dope? Where's the dope? And I'm like, I don't fucking know what you're talking about. I'm legit going to get some apple juice right now. And they fucking take me out of the car, slam me on the concrete, blah, blah, blah. They go and raid my house. Well, they pull this dude Gary out of our house, lock him up and take him away. And that's when we realized that he was robbing pharmacies and stuff. And um, he was actually, I don't know if you remember Burley, but he we actually met him through Burley. Oh, but, shit, uh, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, no, that's right. I don't even know if the fucker's alive, so I don't really know if he's, it matters. I don't think he is. If he's alive, God bless that bastard, because, dude, I have plenty of stories. We ran off of him in the future. But anyways, so, come to find out, my dad hadn't told me this at this time, but that morning, my uncle, my aunt, Terry, who worked does painting and stuff with my uncle at the time, she came to get some painting supplies out of her garage. And she got stopped in J-Town by U.S. Marshal asking her all these questions about this dude in her house. So when they finished, she contacted my dad, and my dad let dude know. So dude went, we lived behind St. Barnabas Catholic School or whatever in Louisville near Seneca. And dude went in the back schoolyard and dropped off his fucking satchel. Well, needless to say, I paid for my first year of college for shortly after that. And acquired around 2,000 pills at the time, I believe. And it was fucking insane. That entire, like, month and a half of my life, I was sure. I, I probably OD'd three times. That's when you were living here in town, because shortly after that, you moved to Florida. And that's when I moved and stayed with your dad. And honestly, the same thing happened yeah, to did. me. Right. What was well, that? I wouldn't spend... Uh, the few like six months in jail, and then when I got out on probation, I went down to Florida and then fucked up down there. Yeah, when I was staying there, so this is when you're down in Florida by then, stuck down there or whatever at the time. Um, I was living with your dad, and I was dating a girl named Sarah at the time, and we had left you left the house, and what, what was that gas station or the little convenience store up the street, little beep shop, the little Hikes Lane place. Yeah, yeah. I forget what it was called, right there on Klondike, like Klondike Market or something like yeah. that. Oh, the Klondike Market. Yeah. Well, anyways, me and Sarah drove your dad up there, and uh, I had a bad feeling about it from the start, for whatever reason. But we hopped in the car, <clears throat> back down to the driveway, and took off down the street. You take a quick right, and it's basically right there on your left. So we pull in, and I would say I put the car in park, had enough time to let your dad get out of the car, and, you know, he, he didn't walk fast, so he would walk up to the sidewalk and into the building. And by then, he's in the inside a fucking car, mm -hmm. unmarked, pulls up on both sides of us. And, uh, <gasps> like, a Ford truck pulls up behind us, and all these fucking uh, detectives jumped out. They're all in unmarked cars without fucking uniforms on, and they got their little badges in little weird spots and shit. You know how they roll. But they fucking gank yeah. us out of the car. They put me in cuffs, throw me on the fucking ground. 
And they start going through the car and they're like, they see like fucking like pieces of deodorant and shit on the ground. Cause this chick's in like college that I'm with and the fucking Keith knows her or whatever, but she's got this fucking like deodorant or some shit on the fucking ground. These cops are like fucking going crazy over like, what is this? What is this? And she's like, bro, it's fucking whatever. And then they like, <laughs> look at some shit that she has like some prescription pills of her own or something in a baggie. That was like undisclosed that, you know, wasn't in the right container or some shit. So they were like hammering real hard on that shit and like come to find out it's like it's nothing. So they like test shit and it's nothing like we said. They ended up letting us go, but I definitely got slapped in cups and thrown down there. Your dad walks out and it's like, what the fuck? I And he gets on my <laughs> ass and he's like, I go inside for fucking five minutes and you do it. And I'm like, I'm like, motherfucker, shut up. No, that you know how mean your dad was, but. It was fucked up. That's exactly his response, though. He'll come out nonchalant and be like, what the <laughs> yeah, fuck has happened here? What'd you do? You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing, son? But then, like, he immediately starts, like, questioning, throwing the law book around and shit. You know what I mean? He's like, well, they'd read your rights and all this shit and, like, starts questioning shit. And they, they, they by then, they, like, I, get, I think they gave her some sort of citation of some sort to, like, yeah. not have that in a fucking baggie and have it in a bottle. You know what I mean? I forget oh, what went down with that. I watched him get out of some shit. He got out of a pot charge once for having THC in his system by saying he ate too many ibuprofen that the VA gave him. And he yeah, found what? like some fucking... I'm not even shitting, so he violated probation <laughs> down here. And fucking he had THC in his piss and he took it to the fucking court. And... I don't know what the fuck he found this at, but he looked in some law library and found that if you take excessive amounts of ibuprofen, which if you're a disabled <laughs> vet, like that's the number one thing the VA gives you is tons and tons of 800 milligram ibuprofen. So he found this fucking law. He found this case where this person took excessive amounts of ibuprofen and caused him to piss dirty for THC. So he took this and won and ended up getting <laughs> off of probation because of it. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Man, I think we just need to have a fucking segment. Uh, where we, we just need to create an ongoing segment, Stories with Strawberry. Yes, dude. <laughs> yes, your dad is honestly one of the most interesting cats I've ever met in my life. God rest his soul. I love him. Like I told you, we even had a bad falling out. You know what I mean? But that's not my fault. It's goddamn horse fucker's fault. God rest his soul as well. But dude, I swear I wanted to kick his ass so bad for that. <laughs> I did, dude. I'm being, but I always told it's him, funny, like, dude, dude, I cared like, more about him than that. But I'm pretty sure, like, I saw a picture of Connie's like living room the other day, and I'm pretty sure I saw that bass in the picture. <laughs> what was it? I'm pretty sure I saw that bass in a picture in Connie's living room. Oh, bull. There's no way. Anyways, sorry to get off topic, you guys. Reminiscing yeah. is fun. So, what's up with the election, you guys? What do you guys think? Oh, I think that um, I'm not as optimistic, but still, I definitely think, uh, like I said earlier, what a time to be alive. There's all sorts of crazy shit going on. I don't, I mean, I don't think that it looks good for Trump, but honestly, the whole election looks to be fucked, but I don't really know what that means. It just seems like it came to a halt while we were covering it two days ago, and it seems to be a standstill since then. It seems to be something's going on, 
I've definitely read some articles that are coming from mainstream outlets that definitely seem odd to me. And then I'm also hearing some conspiracy theories being thrown around, not on the mainstream. Just um, a lot of weird shit going on. I mean, I will say it's weird that, like, Pennsylvania is a good example. And I think it's weird that they didn't let Trump call it when he asked them to call it yesterday or whatever. Because they let Biden's fucking camp, you know, the Electoral College was calling Biden on shit, on shit like, super early in certain states. But, you know, Trump was up, like, almost a million votes. And then now, last I checked in Pennsylvania, which I'm assuming this is, this is the argument why they shouldn't have called it early, but now he is only up by like 50-odd thousand votes. That's a very small margin. And he was literally at, like, when I looked at lunchtime today, he was around 300,000 up on Biden. So that essentially tells me that almost every single mail-in and absentee ballot was provided. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, some of the late count stuff will come in, and I'm sure it'll be for Trump. But then again, I don't know. I, re- I mean, I'm still on the side that... I believe this is in, not in a conspiracy theorist kind of way. But there's a lot of conspiracy be- going on around that. Have you heard any of it? Yeah, that's how it makes sense. I mean, the Democrats and the pollsters really, really overshot themselves thinking there was going to be some type of blue wave, and that didn't happen at all. No, so, I think it, what, uh, six, no, eight seats to one, and the Democrats flipped two seats. So it ultimately ended up being six seats flipped to the Republican side. And then you've got AOC and her little progressive squad swarming um, the Speaker of the House. So if Joe Biden wins and somehow, you know, the Republican states control the Senate, the House isn't as, you know, Democrat ran as it was and something happens with Nancy, you know, I see a balance starting to take, but dude, I don't know. Trump's awful fucking... Everybody's awful confident. So uh, it's going to have to pan out, I and I think, think that, this is going to take a while. As long as we control the Senate, as long as the um, Republicans control the Senate, I think we'd be okay with Biden as president. I mean, that's where it gets into murky territory, yeah. is if the Democrats took the Senate and had the House. Um, that's where I think a lot of, like, Civil unrest from the Republican and conservative side would happen. I think if we controlled the Senate still and, you know, Biden win president, I don't think the conservatives are really going to go out and do anything. I think they'd be like, well, time to go back to work. But if the Senate gets taken over by the Democrats, then I think that's where issues will come from because then everybody will be afraid of, you know, the policies he wants to do. But I'm really, really, really on the fence believing that this is all one huge spectacle, and because the Democrats did not get their blue wave, which I don't understand why they would uh, 
expect the polls to be correct anyways because they haven't been vote the last they haven't been right the last two collections so but i think because of that they're really 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 holding on and i believe that somehow or another trump make will probably get georgia north carolina and pennsylvania and maybe even nevada and that will secure him in the election and if he doesn't get nevada I'm sure it's going to go to some type of faithless elector type thing, or it's going to go to the Supreme Court, or go to the next actions they're able to take. Yeah, I'll touch on a point that you made here quickly, and then we can move on to maybe a, just briefly talking about faithless electors. But you said something about most Republican people, most voters, I would say in general, probably are going to go back to work and not go out and tear shit up. I'd say that there's probably going to be unrest no matter what. There's people out there that are just waiting for the hat to drop on it, on anything, really, to go out and do it. I think there's a lot of people... What you saw more of the summer, like I said last pod, more of the shit that you've seen in the summer that was definitely kind of agenda-driven, I think that's going to happen. I think you're going to have some of that stuff. But like you said, most of the folks will. But I think a little more, I mean, you've got... Like some of the far right guys, they want to go out and raise hell. You know, a lot of people itching for a second civil war, which I think the people touting that shit and the memes and all that, they're fucking dumb. I think that's stupid. I think that, you know, joking about a lot of people, you know, losing their lives over ideals is an extreme, you know, thing that that doesn't, you know, and shouldn't happen all the time. You know, it shouldn't be joked about. It shouldn't be something that's just thrown around all the time. I think it's a serious thing, but I don't know. You get you get shit like that going on. You start talking about martial law. Fuck all that, dude. I mean, we're talking democracy here. There's no reason why the system in place can't be, you know, governed correctly, legally, in an, in a timely manner. You know, so my take on it, honestly, is that as long as it's done legally, timely, you know, within reason, within the laws that have been stated, you know, with what we've been using for a while, as long as things are are done properly, logically, and uh, legally, then I'm okay with either outcome. Oh, man. Same. Keith, you have something uh, to say? Yeah, sorry guys. Uh, two things occurred uh, during this pretty much this entire conversation. Um, first off, uh, I I overheated up a pop tart, and uh, that motherfucker straight up scalded me right in the lip. <laughs> and 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 then the second thing that happened was uh, <laughs> I got ash all in my eye from an unfortunate error. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so it's been like a goddamn catastrophe over here. I'm still, I, I'm still stuck back at the uh, Oregon. Uh, now I could have a gram of DMT if I want. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, real quick, guys. Were, <laughs> real quick, were y'all able to hear me decently on my little rant, or was I? Uh, was yeah. I quiet? Okay. Oh, absolutely perfect. All I'm hearing from Keith is that. He burnt his lip, and now he's justified to go shoot up. Dude, a fucking Pop-Tart <laughs> yeah. will murk your ass. Look, uh, I'll, I'll tell you the seriousness of it. Um, I mean, guys, 
Like, you know what happens when you take a, a, a pizza pocket. You already know where I'm going. Or a hot pocket. Oh, and yeah. You crack that motherfucker open, and and then you find out the business end of a hot pocket. Yeah, dude, there's only two fucking temperatures on a hot pocket. It's frozen and lava. Absolutely. It's cold and fucking dead. Yeah, dude, bro. I'm telling you, like, especially anything with cheese, bro. When you bite into it, Travis would always bitch about this. You bite into something and you pull the cheese out and then it fucking separates and swings down and smacks your fucking chin. And it's just like, that's exactly what happened to this this fucking Pop-Tart. I'm telling you, it was so hot. I have the s'mores pop tart, okay? So you know the consistency. If you overdo it, can get a little bit runny, <sighs> and yeah, and it just kind of yeah. dropped down on my lip and and like on my chin. And I'll tell you what, that was totally different, really, bro. You need to like, bro. You need to use Fuck a toaster on the pop tarts. Of course, I look, look. Let me tell you all. I'm I, I treat my body like a temple, but I will fuck up some pop tarts. And for sure, listen to this. I get, I I get it by the box, yo. A forty-eight pop tart. <laughs> forty-eight. Forty-eight. Listen, listen, listen. I got two forty-eight count s'mores, what? s'mores in boxes, bro. Oh yeah, I get them from Walmart. Hey, Speaking shout out to Walmart. Keep over there prepping on MREs and pop tarts. Dude, them bitches are so bad for you. Yeah, I know. Um, they really are. So <laughs> I know, and the and the, you know what, my I got I got a real bone to pick with the fucking pop tarts too, because I tell you what, <laughs> they are putting less filling in every single time. He said, "I got a bone to pick with the pop tart." Look, look, here's how it goes, man. It is way more crust than icing and filling anymore and it's it's just it's got to a point where you know what if this is america i'm not quite sure i want to be here bro it is america i had the same uh, america america is the all crust pop tart (laughs) we're making huge strides in s'mores pop tarts i swear we're only after this election there will be no more burnt tongues from Pop Tarts. <laughs> this is gonna be, be huge. No. This Very is gonna nice. be huge. This is gonna be the best Pop Tart you've ever huge. had. This Pop Tart's gonna be enormous. I mean, they say I'm immune to being burned by Pop Tarts. It's not gonna burn your lips. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many Big Macs I've eaten today. This this won't burn. <laughs> I, I just want to comment on that really quick too. Like, I didn't realize the president loved fast food until like the last two days. I don't know who fucking <laughs> who was like, stop the fucking presses. Trump loves Big Macs, and then like we go ape shit over his fast food habit for a couple of days. Like, I don't know where the fuck that came from, but I appreciate it. Yeah, he uh, he loves fast food and like Lay's chips and Diet Coke. He's one unhealthy eating <laughs> motherfucker. He is pure he American. Yes. Yeah, dude. That's why I told everybody, like, dude, when Trump won in 2016, that's what America deserved. And that's what America wanted and didn't know we wanted. Like you said, clickbait, America, that is America's hero. clickbait. Trump was. He was the hero we didn't know we, we needed. You know what I mean? He was something we didn't know we needed. We got it. <laughs> I didn't know what it was, but. I will say that, like, God Trump, damn, kind of, Trump sucks and he says stupid things. 
Trump is <laughs> That's hilarious. His biggest doesn't keep his He's the shut. biggest troll we've ever had in this country, I think. But it's okay. Like, I think Ben Shapiro said it best. It's like, you know, I expected that out of Trump once he was elected. Like, we already knew that's how he was before he ever became president or even. We should have known, is what I'll say. There's a lot of people no, that wanted to do. act like we didn't. You can't tell me that you didn't know. But even when he first announced it, that he was going to run. That he wasn't going to be a fucking troll. I knew. I didn't ever watch any of his shows uh, shows ever. I didn't watch any of them. But I, anybody I who claims they didn't know he would do that is absolutely fucking had their head in the sand or is just... No, no dude, you could probably go over to somebody before he got elected in any other country and go, hey, you know Donald Trump? And they're probably like, yeah, yeah, you fired! You know what I mean? You know, <laughs> Everybody fucking knows Trump. And if you don't, you've probably seen him in the Home Alone movie. If you didn't, you've right. probably seen him in the Little Rascals movie. And if you didn't, you've probably seen him somewhere else. In your bushes. Right. <laughs> there is something waiting in the bushes for us. Something <laughs> but waiting aside in the bushes from that, of love. Like, the man had good policy. Where his downfall was is he got in all these fucking like historically in the wheat swamp people of Republicans to back him. And... He wasn't influenced by lobbyists because he had money. But because he brought that type of cabinet in, they were. And that's what kind of fucked him up. Aside from the stupid shit he said. But he had good policy. I'll give him that. Oh, I want to say something happened to me today. Uh, just about an hour before we hopped on here. I was driving and this, uh, this guy in a really old fucked up truck. Um... I, we made like a weird eye contact as I was driving by. It was kind of at a light. You know how you move up a little bit. They move up a little bit. We're, then we get side by side. And this guy goes, hey, hey, man, if Trump gets reelected, we're screwed, huh? And I I don't know, man. Like I don't have any political things in my truck. I don't have shit. So it's like people are so frantic right now uh, that like they need a fucking friend to talk to. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't well, think. Well, no, because a genuine, like a genuine thing you can do is have a conversation with somebody. But I mean, it is kind of weird, man. Like him and I would have never fucking talked uh, when we didn't really have a conversation either. But um, I don't know. It people are just all kinds of weird right now, and, and they're like they're reaching out in a weird, a weird way. To me, a higher well, vibrational person will probably reach out, put their differences and aside, and then talk. Though, like, that's a reasonable person in that scenario, though, because for what we've been experienced, especially the last handful of years, is it's either people fucking die hard hate Trump or they fucking love him. So, like, usually, like, you know, I'm pretty, pretty much centrist. But anytime I've ever tried to, like, communicate with a, like, super liberal person and just kind of, like, have a dialogue with them, not, like, name-calling or anything like that, just, like, genuinely trying to understand why they felt the way they did and why they believed the things they did about them, it would always just go down to, well, you're a fucking racist or you're this. And it's like, bro, I didn't even say I was pro-Trump. I'm just trying to understand what you're doing. And, like, there hasn't been a civil dialogue because people either 
extremely hate him or they love him. So I'm actually pretty proud to hear that, that there was just some random guy that was like, man, shit's crazy. How you doing? Yeah, and and I I just, I guess for me it was, this was exactly what I would have imagined a Trump supporter to look like. Like just the, right. the you know what I mean? Like the stereotypical thing that, everyone has created as Trump fans now. And that's exactly, so I was just kind of blown away. Uh, and I don't really, um, I mean, I got five on five tent, you know what I mean? Like no one can see inside my truck. So I typically just ride with my windows up because I don't want interactions just like that. I don't know. Wow. We, uh, we really went on a on a rant there. <laughs> you wanna? I actually I think that this election part two is going better than we had planned because it's really just mm-hmm. us sharing experiences and really talking about it. Which, to be honest, <laughs> yeah. there's not much to fucking talk about the election right now. Everybody knows the same yeah. shit. They're just not deciding a handful of states. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. They're not. I don't think. I mean, when you have legalities involved and you start throwing the, the book of law, so to say. You have open investigation. Things slow down. Things take a different turn more than, you know, I know we all want it to happen now, but that's just not the case now. When you've got things that are accused, accusations that are made, things that have been seen, I'm sure there's things that you can prove. All this has to be looked at, and when you do that under the court of law, or you examine that in the court of law, is it the the gears of justice will grind slowly on this one, but as long as it's done correctly, I don't give a real shit really what, you know, at this point, I'm ready for it to be something. But like you, you did point or point out earlier, um, it could come down to faith, faithless electors. Excuse me. I butchered that faithless electors. Um, but what a faithless elector is, is that a member of the United States electoral college does not vote for the presidential or vice presidential candidate for whom they had pledged to vote for initially. Um, so that's, you know, initially they will break faith with the candidate they, that they said they were going to vote. So that's why I call it the faithless elector because they don't have any faith. So that's possible, I guess. So some, some of these states that they're saying for Biden or Trump could go the opposite. So it's very, there's a lot of uncertainties here. And honestly, Shame on the fucking media, but I'm not surprised for trying to call it. You know, you're supposed to fucking report it. You're supposed to be there for us. And they're trying to to call it one way or the other. Because none of that shit's official, dude. That map is fucking bullshit. None of this is official. This goes back to the world of social media and search algorithms. I mean, it's being talked about, but it's not showing up in your trending feeds. New York Post wrote about it today. USA Today wrote about it yesterday. Fortune wrote about it yesterday. They've been talking about faithless electors for a long time, but <clears throat> there's it's not trending, so no one really knows that it's even a thing. Yeah, like, but I'm thinking that the biggest part with the media, like my blame, uh, <clears throat> to clarify, like when I say you know shame on the media, it, it's they're reporting that you know these are pretty much done deal, but I don't think that's the case. You know, some of these states haven't been 100% reporting, you know, they, whatever percentage they've been sitting at, they've been sitting at for a while. I feel like for them to say, oh, yeah, this is a for sure thing, to make it look like that is very misleading. And, and either way, for Trump or for Biden, 
I know it's nice to kind of have that while it's in lifetime and all that shit, but that, you know, that's, it's two days ago. It's not the case now. It's different. So I don't know. It seems to be a lot Literally like, uh, you're telling me the media would lie to me. Well, <laughs> maybe it's not like they're lying. Cause I mean, Biden could be up on that. It's just when you've got so much mixed information coming out. Well, yeah. I mean, all right. We so were fortune has a pretty good the other day. Right. I mean, I saw so a map earlier. It had Ludacris's hose and the area codes in it. Dude, that thing was pretty badass. Yeah, it was so pretty spread fortune, out. 2016, as far as faithless electors go, there was 10 faithless electors. <coughs> what? Now, from the, yeah, there was 10 of them. It was the most since 1912. And surprisingly enough, only two of them were for Trump, and the rest of them were for Hillary. I had no idea. Now, and that's the most since 1912. That's a, that's fucking Remember, wild. Like the night, the 1890s to the 1920s, it was basically a huge Republican corruption in politics. It was all Republican during that time, essentially during the Gilded Age. But aside from that, so it's saying here that say Joe Biden gets Arizona and Nevada, right? That will give him exactly 270 electoral votes. Now, in this scenario, let's throw the number 10 electoral votes out again. Well, that would leave Trump with 268. So, say that, in theory, if there was only three electoral faithless electors in that sense, they can be replaced, and if those three go for Trump, Trump wins. So, I, think, I think it's going to get even more interesting. Let me play a game real quick, and I'm going to make this fast. Just throw this out there. If like you're one of those guys, and you're thinking, okay, I'm, I'm penciled in here for Biden <clears throat> or for Trump, either way. Since we're playing a game, this can go either way because I don't want to feel like this is a biased game here. So if, uh, you know, if I'm somebody that's penciled in for Trump, and I'm thinking, okay, I can, I can for sure make sure Biden gets in here, or I can for sure make sure to swing this back in Trump's favor. And I, I'm clearly not talking to his camp, you know, because I was for the opposite guy just previously. And I swing this damn thing. You know, uh, you think they're going to get a call? Maybe some job offers? You think their kid maybe get the nod at, you know, this or that? Or kickback. Little gets the, yeah, bro. Like, what kind of like what kind of thing do you think that's going to create? Like, these, these flip-flops here probably create some... It's pretty Probably a shit. vertical, uh, <laughs> vertical uh, job opportunities, for sure. I did not know about that in 2016 that that many that did that, and then it's also surprising to me that they were for uh, Hillary. But then again, she'll sue. No one likes the fucking. And this is my thing, and like this, is, I've tried to explain this with other people before. And, you know, one of the reasons I have to where, like, Trump is the lesser of two evils, in my opinion. Um, I've talked, I spoke about this before um, with the special ops guy I know. And if you, we talk a lot about philosophy and stuff like that, and, like, the whole process of Socratic thought and stuff like that. And if you look into it from, like, a philosophical standpoint, right, and since the dawn of history, the... People and the thoughts and the ideas that are the most 
objected are generally right. So, in this sense, everyone is objecting Trump. Everyone is against him as far as, like, the mainstream media, even to a degree, even the Senate and the House. I mean, the Senate is red right now, but... The reason why we don't have a, you know, second stimulus bill or the HEROES Act doesn't pass is because Trump already approved it. It's the Senate and the House that are holding it up. So, in a, in a sense, everyone is against Trump. Now, in like a historical context from philosophy again, or even history in general, usually when people object to someone in that type of manner, that person is usually in the right or in a, you know... We will look back 15 years from now and say, you know what? He wasn't that bad. I mean, I even look at, like, I hated Bush with a passion. I was all about anarchism and all that shit in the 2000s. But I look back now, and I see that he isn't. he was not that very smart, <clears throat> especially in politics. He really just had a name. And kind of Cheney was pulling the strings. But he first got in office and dealt with a major terror attack. Terrorist attack. Then after that, we you know, we entered two wars essentially, and then we had Hurricane Katrina, and then we had the subprime mortgage crisis. That is a shit ton to deal with in two terms as a president. So May have not liked him when he was in office, but considering the position he was in, he didn't do too bad of a job. So that's why I believe that Trump was the lesser of two evils in this scenario, is because everybody is objecting him. I mean, you look at, like, <clears throat> um, the alphabet, right? Uh, I'm going to butcher this. It may have been Socrates. We'll have to fact check this and put it in the show notes. But it was Socrates. One of those like major um, philosophical guys were anti the alphabet because they believed that the alphabet would essentially make men dumb. Um, actually writing things out. That the only way to really get things solidified and clear was through oration. So... You know, there's just a huge thing in history that shows that, you know, the things that people are against are actually the signs of progression. Shout out to Socrates. <laughs> My homeboy. I just read something interesting. This is another... Of course, conspiracy. So, conspiracy alert for all you freaking nerds out there that want to grill my ass. This is probably not true, but for the sake of content, I'm not <laughs> boosting a conspiracy, but we'll talk about it, so fuck off. QFS blockchain, watermarks, and 12 states. This is fucking interesting as hell. Apparently, they say something about some sort of watermark on the election ballots and Are a way to, to track them or some ballots? shit. Apparently all of them. Oh, okay. So you But they're watching uh, certain states. Weird. Gonna put you on a list. Yeah. 
Don't get on the government's list. It looks like a coping mechanism for people that are really right. tied into things. You know what I mean? But I, who fucking knows? At this point, I'm bored and I'm fucking sitting here like everybody else. I'll talk and entertain just about anything. That doesn't mean I believe it because at this point, if you want my approach on it, I don't believe it. Um, but I think that fuck anything's possible. I mean, when you run in a goddamn entire country and you have that kind of money at your expense, I'm sure putting a watermark on every ballot that goes out is not that hard. He wanted to put his fucking name on the checks. I get fucking mail from his ass or his camp all the time. And other people, too. You know what I mean? Other people's fucking ballots and shit that haven't lived here in fucking God knows forever and I don't even know came here. You know what I'm saying? Like, some weird shit happens. So, I don't know. Y'all know or heard anything? What's up? Did you fill out those ballots, brother? I mean, how else do you think Kanye got 6,000 votes in Kentucky? <laughs> That's my dog. Bro, I knew somebody. Kanye's votes in Kentucky was the best thing about the election. It's <laughs> 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 got like 20,000% of y'all's vote. Or 20% of y'all's vote. Because <laughs> we stopped caring, brother. <laughs> yeah, plus we love Kanye, dude. Jesus, what up? Jesus, my knees, bro. Right. This is shout out to Kanye if you're listening. What's up? All right. Come on the pod, bro. Now check this out, dude. Apparently the election in 1876 was a shit show between Rutherford B. Hayes and Samuel J. Tilden. Uh, Check this out. I read this earlier. Let me find it here. I feel like you made those. It was the 20th. Motherfucker, I did not make it up. (laughs) Rutherford B. Daniels and Samuel uh, J. Jenkins are two real people, dude. All right. right. (laughs) Actually, it's Rutherford B. Hayes, Samuel J. Tilden. Anyways, 1876 election. 23rd uh, presidential election held on a Tuesday, November 7th, 1876. It says, one of the most contentious and controversial, controversial presidential elections in American history. And I'm reading this from a Wikipedia um, so it's factual, you guys. No reason I mean, to fact check it. As close as it can be. I mean, fuck, it was 1876. What I find interesting is that it was a really close race. Um, but it says here that the Democrats conceded the election to Hayes in return for an end of Reconstruction and the withdrawal of federal troops from the South. And they're oh, wow. calling it like a, uh, what was it here? I found the verbiage to be very interesting. Hmm. Informal. It's a deal. They were calling it very informal. So I'm like, oh, I love how it's they, they, they yeah, yeah. Part of the deal. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> There's different deals and shit that are apparently informal, informally happening. An informal deal was struck to resolve the dispute. The Compromise of 1877 is what they call it. Um, which awarded all 20 electoral votes to Hayes in return for the Democrats, blah, 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 Eh, whatever. Dude, I would actually love to see that outcome. Dude, here's one thing. Yeah, me too, but here's the thing, bro. Uh, What I'd like to see more importantly is let's go back to fucking voting in people that have beards. Like, if you don't have a beard, you can't fucking do it because this motherfucker here, Rutherford B. Hayes, look this dude up. He's got a fucking sick beard. And the mustache coming over his lips, I'm never shaving mine again because I let mine grow out. And it's mine's coming over my lips like a fucking madman like that. And dude, the guy next to him, Samuel J. Tilden, 
is a little chump, dude. He's clean shaven. Yeah, dude. That bitch. That bitch. Uh, but wouldn't that be amazing I, if that uh, did happen? Just contacted would it by Trump made fortune? Dude, if he gets reelected, right. he has what? to grow a beard. Dude, if Trump made a deal with the Democrats and they ended up making a compromise, what would like the crazy? What would like the extreme left do? Like the, nothing. They they would want his head. I know you they can't want riot or like bitch. Yeah, because your party is non-existent now. Here's what a good you question. believed in did. Well, here's a good question for you. What is going to become of the left after this? They're going moderate. They fucking better. They have to. If they lose this, they've seen these last two elections that this whole like pseudo neo socialist demo democracy thing is not working for him. Do you see where Steve Bannon said that Trump won't allow the election to be stolen? But they're fucking media puppets. So this is great. Steve Bannon like... was his like chief strategist way back when. Once upon a camel. Uh, yeah, and I worked at the you know what I'm saying? That's the Roger Stone's right. Steve Bannon. Yeah, Roger Stone's uh, out to be a pathway for free security, China, right? Steve Steve Bannon was Clinton's advisor, correct? No. No. He was on the Trump campaign for a while. He's a dude that looks like he straight up crawled out from behind a trash can behind a shitty bar in Chicago. That's very uh, specific. That is, I mean, that is hyper. If you've seen them, if you if you've seen them teeth, oh, okay, it's, you know those teeth about, come up from a specific it's... trash can in Chicago. <laughs> I I know which trash can you're referring to now, the one on Southside. I got you. You right were there the not too long You're ago, right. weren't you? Not, yeah. Oh God, I was. It was horrible. The past couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was horrible. Chicago, I tell you what. Well, yeah, but here's the thing. When we got down there, it snowed 14 inches between when we got there and I got the last bag out of the car. To, to <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it seriously snowed 14 inches. So uh, my wife thinks that we're gonna go drive. We're gonna drive to the train stop we're gonna go get on the train dude we get there we have liam uh it's like it's probably like 15 degrees bro and it's like uh winds are like 40 miles an hour <laughs> it, it, it was it was horrible yeah liam liam wasn't having it so that was a shit trip but i did see the most amazing accident of my life <laughs> oh my god dude you were sick and twisted no, listen, check this out. No, I mean, look, as far as I know, everybody's okay. So, <laughs> as far as you know, <laughs> yo, yo, it could not be very right. far. What if it's foggy out, dude? It's like, yeah, I saw, I can see as far as I can see. Motherfucker, you can't see the five feet. <laughs> Motherfucker got his eyes closed. I can't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Charles. Yeah. Uh, no, seriously. So, um, I was on the expressway and I was driving. And all of a sudden, from the far right, I see uh, this, uh, it's a Zuzu Trooper, uh, and it's merging from the right to the left. 
And uh, about 100 yards in front of that, there is a cop on the left side that had pulled the vehicle over. So the guy is coming and emerges. All right, so he doesn't press on the brake at all. He is gunning it all the way over to the left. He gets to where he's about to lose control, right where the police officer is. Dude, this guy tanks it and drives straight off into a median that was at least 60 foot down. At, I mean, at the bare <laughs> minimum, 60 foot. And all I see in my side view mirror, man, is him coming up on the other side of the ravine. Just, he I, yes, he, he made it. it. Like, yes, all, all the way home. Like, it, it was crazy. And, and I just thought to myself, like, how could that have felt? Because, I mean, he, he man, oh, my God, it was beautiful. It it really was, oh man, but uh yeah, uh fuck Chicago, no fuck how it Chicago. felt, it probably yeah. felt like this. That's pretty accurate representation. That was a <laughs> we should get a sketch artist in here. <laughs> <laughs> you want to try and pull it up on Google Maps? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man I've lost my bearings <laughs> <laughs> well apparently he did too and probably a tie rod <laughs> everything tire. you know and also that's a shout out to Zuzu Zuzu if you're listening we'll take the sponsorship brother alright yeah. <laughs> he says video he sent it went down and then they look yeah. at your river and you see him coming back up <laughs> Exactly what happened, man. And no exaggeration. It was fucking intense. And Dude. if the guy's listening who did that, please contact us. Please. We'll have you on the show. That's hilarious. What are you saying, Joel? <laughs> Got no, I, was just like, I was just looking at the uh the electoral map thing for the Associated Press because I haven't looked at it in a while. And like this is kind of insane. Like on Pennsylvania, Trump is. Uh, oh, so this one says two seventy is what Trump has, or yeah, three two seventy. So he has like a fifty thousand up on him. But in fucking Georgia, that bitch is only up by fucking three thousand votes right now. Oh yeah! Wow, I'm looking at that now too. Four hundred forty. Like that's four hundred. <laughs> Bro, look at Atlanta. It's blue <laughs> shit, dog. ATL motherfucker. Crazy. Almost flipped. Hey, look at some that's almost flipped blue. Wow. Hmm. It's some wild shit, man. <clears throat> I'm interested to see how this plays out. I want the truth at all costs, dude. I don't I don't I don't care if Trump loses. I don't care if Biden loses. I want the truth at all costs for democracy's sake. I want to see some shit come out. I want this shit to get crazy like it is now. And then I want some shit to be like, no, it's for sure this. You know what I mean? Like, I'm tired of this shit. What's crazy though is like Pennsylvania. They've only gone up one percent in reporting since like my lunchtime, and Trump was like three hundred thousand votes ahead. So it's just they're just it's such. These maps are 
I don't think these. I think these maps should be banned during next election because they don't seem I agree. right. I don't think that coverage should be. I don't know. <clears throat> I think it should be all like a <coughs> just a talk show. I mean, a bunch of fucking people out like because. But then again, I don't know that it goes back to Fox and CNN and what they're allowed to do legally. They don't have to fucking report the news. They don't have to be factual on any of that shit. They can make these maps and do that. It's up to us to not fucking pay attention to it. That's why I've been just going on like business as usual. If Biden wins, honestly, dudes, you really think like a lot of shit's going to go down? Dude, we elected Trump and how much shit really changed in the last four years? I mean, yeah, we had Corona and shit. There's a lot of shit that was like going down because they didn't want him here. But I think if it wasn't here, like, dude, who knows if Corona would have really been the fucking reaction it was. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not doubting that the flu is a fucking serious thing. Yeah, you have the right fucking ailments. You're going to die from the flu. But my thing is, like, you're more likely to die from your government over fucking reacting than, you know, the fucking flu. So I don't know. I, I, I like your fucking yeah. ban that shit. You know, anything politically, you know, like that should be really watched on how it's represented. You don't want to mislead because look at all this shit, you know. You, know, you can't be calling states out like, when it's not even like a majority vote and shit. Like, I don't like, care if it's 65% to 33 you don't call it at 77%. Right. I want you to call it when it's fucking done. And exactly. I don't want you to call it at all. Want to know why? Because it ain't your fucking job to call it. It's your job to report the news. Yeah. Go find some and fucking report on it. But no, that's just my rant. I'll back off. It's whatever. So everybody knows it, though. That's what's stupid. Everybody knows that we're basically are entertained by a if it bleeds for lead system mm-hmm. but nobody does a fucking thing about it the hill reports today 3 36 p.m civil unrest fears grow as protests hit vote counting battleground states so what are they doing they running out to these states to go fuck shit up they like bussing people out oh, i'm wondering man like how do y'all have this time What's up? I was going to say, like, how are these motherfuckers just, like, able to go out and go do this shit? All these people show up, and it just makes me wonder, like, how they have the time to do this shit. Well, maybe Corona knocked out these people's jobs, and they literally don't have them anymore. I don't know. that's true. Isn't unemployment up? I don't know. Maybe these fucking people are, like, literally just sitting at home, like, stewing, pissed, ready to get out, and they're out just lashing out, you know what I mean? Like, I feel for that, but then again, I I don't really understand, like, a lot of aspects to that, but I I can understand how one gets to that. And then I also understand just, you know, wanting to protest because you believe in something. I... I would fight for somebody's right to protest, regardless what they're protesting. Yeah. Well, same with that. Like, I understand it to a degree, and I respect it. It's just, you know, people believe they're doing the right thing. And, you know, I guess it's just... It's one of those scenarios where it's like, I don't honestly know what is right and what is wrong. I just see how, like, I was, say, 15 years ago, the person that would go do that. And now, 
Like, I don't know what it is. It's just... <clears throat> I know not to take, like, this whole politics game and societal game too seriously because it's pretty worthless on it. What the fuck was... a lot... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. I was just going to say, you can do a lot by yourself and achieve a lot and not mind your business into that shit and let it control your life. I mean, yeah, it's very simple. When You you just really do have to keep things simple. Take control over things you can control and really block. I don't, I don't even say block, dude. You have a certain amount of attention as a currency that you can pay towards things daily and make sure you watch what you pay attention to as a currency. You know, guard your attention like you guard your money. But what I was saying anyways, I'll, I'll veer off that seriousness here. What the fuck was up with Sharpie Gate? You hear about this shit? <coughs> Apparently, yeah. either somebody was filling out ballots and mailing them in with a Sharpie, or they were giving people Sharpies. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <coughs> what the shit is that? I mean, yeah, what kind of idiot doesn't know that you don't use a Sharpie? I mean, I learned that in fucking elementary school. I should bleed through paper. Uh. <laughs> so on uh, Louder with a Crowder, they had a live witness of that today in like Arizona, where like apparently there was a certain polls that where the people who were organizing it were going to people and taking the pens out of their hands and replacing them with Sharpies, apparently. And then later on that night, the lady who, like, runs that entire organization, there was, like, some, you know, con- protesters or whatever bitching at her about it. And she come- basically admitted that they were doing that and that, yes, Sharpies we have seen will bleed through the ballot and will cause the ballot not to be counted, basically. But that's the- from my understanding, like, there's all the proof was from, like, the same precinct. And it was like one isolated instance, from my understanding. Wow, that's interesting. How can they, in the middle of a pandemic, with all these nuts running around, corona, 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 I'll say it one more time, corona, um, and how you gonna hand them a Sharpie that you just touched, bro? They're gonna be like, I'm gonna go stand next to you while you're in this booth voting, <clears throat> get in your personal space, touch this Sharpie, and then give it to you and tell you to do something stupid with it. And then watch you do it. Bro, they'd be pissed at Florida. Florida, there was no there was no true COVID guidelines. Probably only two percent of the people in lines, and there was probably two hundred plus people in my line. Only about two percent of them wore masks, and then as far as the actual working poll people were saying, there was a you know, plastic kind of fixture in between you and the person you got your ballot from. That was it. We weren't six feet apart. We weren't all wearing masks. It was just a regular old I like day. when they put the little stickers on the ground, like at, in public places out here, like where you're supposed to stand and shit. <clears throat> It'd be like six feet from the motherfucker right. in front of you, but if there's multiple lanes, multiple lines, you're like two feet from the asshole yeah. next to you, to your left, but you're fucking, you know, as long as you're six feet from the guy in front of you and behind you, you're good. You know, COVID doesn't move sideways. It's a pawn. It can't only, it can only move forward. It's just fuck, That's what they're doing at the soccer games right now. Playing it like chess? Mm-hmm. Huh. They got rid of the cards. Shout out, Shout out to Lou City, baby. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> 
Wait, you guys have a soccer team now? I'm waiting for somebody to literally go in a restaurant and stick a big-ass fucking fork full of a juicy-ass 16-ounce steak into their mouth with a mask and start chewing and die. Like, when that happens, like, maybe we'll, like, okay, maybe we shouldn't tell these idiots to do something. And I, I, I don't know. I'm the kind of guy that's like, if you tell me to do something, dude, let's do it. Like, let's be about it. And let's fucking go on and, like, roll with this. Don't tell me one thing and then not do it and then tell me another thing and, like, enforce it when it's good for you. So we're either rocking and rolling or we're fucking discoing. We're not... I don't know, man. Florida seems pretty normal. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I remember you saying that when you were in town. Shit's a little weird up here, but then again, we've got we've got the the governor that wants to run a savior. Don't you guys have like a newscast? Don't you have a newscast like once a day on weekdays about it? Yeah, I've not watched one of them. Old Andy's uh, Daily Reports. I forget. Dude, there was a million different names for it. Wasn't it like Tea with Andy or some gay shit? What was it? Yeah. Oh, it was... Man, that's just a lot. Yeah, I know. I don't think DeSantis has really said anything about it. Every time he comes on to talk about Corona, it's just like, we're opening more shit. Suck, political suck fests are not my thing. Like, I don't watch the Trump rallies. I've never been to anything like that. Like it's, it's stuff like that just irks me. To me, that's in the same category as political signs in people's yards. Um, yeah, voting for Trump's <laughs> one thing, and kind of not wanting, you know, that's that's another thing. But putting that big ass sign in my yard and on my fucking car and all that shit, stickers and I'm, dude, that's just thing. I'm not with it. And now I have a question. So if if you think that, so if a guy in a big truck, all right, is driving around with a big ass Trump flag. Uh, is he trying to instigate reactions? To think? me, yeah. To me, absolutely. To me, that is an insecurity of some sort. Wh- whatever you're promoting after that, I don't know. But to me, that's an insecurity of some sort. That flamboyant, yes. Now, a small bumper sticker, maybe not, but a big-ass fucking truck with a big-ass flag like I see everywhere? <clears throat> Yeah. To me, it seems like you're trying to rip somebody's nose and shit because you're a little insecure about something they did or said or something that happened that you didn't really agree with. And really, it's best to just kind of understand what's going on, do the best you can with yourself, fix what you can, and move on and forget about it. Or like know that it's there, be aware of it, but don't pay attention to it every day because you're, again, wasting currency that you have very little of. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not against, you know, the flags and all that stuff. I, I think it's like, to me, it's like sex, man. I mean, don't go flaunting your shit. You know, there used to be a day where you didn't tell people who you voted for. And here I am being a little hypocritical because I'm not that conservative, but it's along the lines of something like that. I don't know, man. I'm uh, I'm into voyeurism. <laughs> You're like peeping, huh? <laughs> but no, I think like you, you kind of keep that shit in your home. Kind of, you got your personal space. You got to think of everybody else in the world that has to live out there in it. You know what I mean? And you're just kind of flaunting. I don't think it's... I understand where you're coming from. I think (laughs) a lot of it, too, is like there is probably a small insecurity in a lot of ways. But I think a lot of it, too, is there's a lot of people in the country now that, you know, feel like they are with the 
non-traditional political machine candidate. And by participating in that kind of tribalism, it makes them feel part of something. I think a lot of it has to do with that is we're humans going back to how we did 10,000 years ago. We're just back, still, we still have that tribalism nature and that's why people flaunt the way they do. Oh yeah. I mean, <clears throat> humans are pretty basic. So our primal instincts are our most natural instincts to act on, you know? Um, so yeah. that's definitely, uh, definitely the most primal. And see, I was just curious because I've seen it and I'm a firm believer in people doing with their shit, what they want to do. But uh, I don't know. It just, I'm just curious because it definitely um, seems like to me there's, it's, it's a sense of trying to instigate. And uh, I just don't really get behind that because uh, I'm just a mind your business kind of person. So yeah. I don't want, you know, I just can't imagine, I can't imagine uh, liking someone so much that I would put their name on anywhere on my truck. Yeah, I like to reserve that right to kind of be like, you know what I mean? Like I'll yeah. I'll 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 buy into some things here and there, but when I start to see things differently from my scope, then I'm going to make different opinions. But still, you have to make a choice. So you have to weigh options. Meaning you're putting things on a scale on two different sides. People forget to to look at that. Just because you made a choice or you're making a choice, they fail to think that you as a human got to that choice somewhere, meaning that you thought about things, meaning that you thought about your fellow person and other people and the outcomes and stuff like that. Not everybody around you is blindly making choices. It's all right to think that, yeah, that that person did something and I'm disappointed in it, but at the same time, we are all weighing options, meaning that there is a scale and maybe even a, you know, not just a two-sided scale. There might be, you know, multi-parts to this scale that you're putting pieces on. Like, all right, well, which one of these is going to balance out to to what I think has to be done morally and also politically and e economically, socially? And th there's a lot of shit going on, so I don't know. You guys uh, got any last thoughts? We were a little over an hour and ten, uh, nine minutes here. Almost an, an hour and ten. Yeah, what do you call it? Well, I just want to <coughs> shout out to our sponsors, uh, Pop Tarts. <laughs> Don't fucking burn your Make mouth. Sure Caution! If you put them in a microwave, do not eat them as soon as they come out. Jesus Christ! Don't put them in a microwave. Put them in the damn toaster and even then don't eat them when they come out the toaster bro <laughs> those are my notes uh no like like you said like we get on here and i mean we can all just we're assuming and we're just we don't have nobody has any <laughs> yeah no, we don't really have, we're just speculating at this point uh, which is healthy real shit that needs pop tarts yeah, yeah. the healthy and unhealthy it's important yeah uh, uh, the the um, snack so hot you may just drop it. Mm. <laughs> Pop tarts, <laughs> they're hot and gooey. Joel, did you uh, have anything to add here for us? Anything election related or anything for BXB coming up? I'm still stuck on the hot and gooey. Hot and gooey. <laughs> I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> 
<laughs> I got nothing, dude. I got nothing. I'm, nothing. <laughs> I'm, done. Yeah. I'm done. All right. I well, I got. Thank you, Please. Keith, for uh, joining us, and uh, thank you everybody for listening. And I we'll greatly appreciate everybody tuning in again. Uh, there may be a part three. We may roll on depending on what happens this weekend, but. Um, if, if shit keeps happening, we keep staying in a stall, there will be a part three. So stay tuned. Um, but for now, so long. Um, and again, thank you for joining us on Beard and Brain Podcast. Bye, bitches. Founded on the principle that all men are created equal. And that the rights of every man are diminished.